to Cinema Wellman. I'm your host, David. And uh, if you've been following along and, and listening to the podcast or watching on the YouTube channel or, or reading the blog, um, you know that we've uh, introduced a few segments that are going to be ongoing segments. Uh, already done a top 10, bottom five for a couple of months. We did an and introducing. Uh, and that the first one was Tilly Losh, and there are more to come with that. Um, we just did Around the World uh, with Cinema Wellman that took a list a look at some foreign films that have been screened. Um, which was worse is on the blog, and it is the very next episode of the podcast and the YouTube channel. And today is part one of yet another series. And what I tried to do is put together a list of my what I hope are interesting uh, movie experiences and things that I've done. And I've always tried to watch my films uh, in an unconventional way. For a few years, I watched my films by theme. Every month had a theme. And say January was trains, everything I, I researched, I looked up, I found all the train movies and watched all the train movies. And I, I did, with the help of friends, come up with lists for colors. We did everything. I watched movies from every state one month. Uh, so I've always tried to mix things up. And today, what we're going to look at is the first of 10 that I put together. Movie Moments and Memories, I call it. And uh, they are not ranked because uh, I don't. not even I could do that. No way. So the first one we're going to look at today, it, it became known as 24 Hours of Wellman. And the idea was to stay up for 24 hours straight and watch movies nonstop. Um, I don't know if you've ever stayed up 24 hours consecutively. I know that I did it in college a couple of times, a couple of times on purpose, a couple of times accidentally. Um but it's not, you know, we're, we're not, we're not made to do that. We're not built that way. Uh, we need to, we need to have that eight, hopefully 10 hours of sleep at, uh, in that 24 hour cycle. Uh, so I knew this was going to be a challenge and I, I had to find the right films and I had to figure out the right time to do it because it's not um, every day that you can say, I'm going to set aside 24 straight hours that I'm not going to do anything except this. And in my case, it was watching movies. The first challenge was to construct the lineup. I I wanted to make sure that I mixed up the genres. I didn't want to have too many of the same thing. Um, and I didn't want to do anything that I would consider, I call it heavy lifting. Uh, think about uh, heavy dramas, uh, you know, deeply thought-provoking, things like that. This was going to be, we got to keep it going for 24 hours straight. Let's keep things going and and hopefully not too much of a, a, a tax on the on the brain. So uh, speaking of taxing on the brain, uh, I tend to be a little OCD and I became a little obsessed with the time adding up to exactly 24 hours. And I did come up with a lineup of 12 films that added up to 1,440 minutes, which is 24 hours Exactly. Um, I had a list of films that I wanted to see. I always have that list around. And I picked nine or ten of those, added up the time, and then I I picked and chose the, the last couple to fit into the slot. So, essentially, it's 24 hours, it's 12 films, so 
even I can do that math. I'm averaging a two hour movie um, every two hours for an entire day. Uh, I needed some help trying to figure out now that I had the films and I enlisted the help of my friend Larry and Larry and I got together and uh, we talked about, we strategized um, how we want things to fall. Hey, you know, you don't want to watch this at night. This is the, you know, whatever. This is going to be good for this time of day and things like that. Larry also helped me construct a menu and uh, we, we discussed alcohol intake because there was definitely going to be cocktailing going on. And if you're going to do this uh, for a 24-hour cycle, you're you're not going to start that kind of behavior too early in the day or else you're never going to make it. So after about a week or two of planning, I had everything all set. I had a film schedule. I had a menu. I had a fully stocked bar. All I needed was the weekend. I had to pick the right weekend. Again, it's hard to carve out. I'm going to do absolutely nothing. And I'm not going to speak to anybody. I'm not going to I'm not going to interact with anybody. And I need full 24 hours uh, to do that. So what I did was, uh, I was I was teaching at the time. So I chose a, a three day weekend that we had, and we had uh, Friday off. It was Easter weekend of 2018, and so we had Friday off. Uh, I had to work on Thursday. So the strategy that I came up with was to come home on Thursday and pretty much go straight to bed wake up at midnight and then do the 24 hours. So I had it kind of planned out in my mind, uh, got home, took a hot shower, put myself to sleep. And it's kind of hard. I love sleeping and I can pretty much sleep anywhere, but uh, it, it's hard to shut off the day that early and get into the sleep mode. So I, I, I did just that. And I, I made sure that I was, I think I was asleep by 4, 4.30. I got, I snuck out early and I, I got home and, and, and again, I mentioned I took a shower and just tried to go to sleep and, and did that. So here we go. Um, if, if you go on the, uh, blog, cinemawellman.blogspot.com, you can look at the, uh, the lineup. I won't have the times here for you. I'll, I'll mention them, but I will show you what I watched. So here we go. This is what happened after the alarm went off. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 was number one. And I led off with this thinking that, um, you know, the Blade Runner movies are, they're, they're visually dark. So I figured, I ah, wake up, you're kind of getting out of that sleep mode. And it's kind of, you know, the trippy, futuristic, bleak future of the Blade Runner films. And um, so I figured I might as well watch this at midnight. Loved the uh, original, big fan of the original, and this was this was fun. I was excited to see it, so even though it was dark, it kept me awake. So that was good. That that went from twelve midnight to twelve. I'm sorry, two forty four a.m. All right. Now next, I what is a movie that I was so excited to see. You ever see a trailer? And you're just, I can't wait to see this. This is so great. I'm going to go to the theater to see this. This is fantastic. It has so-and-so that I like, this director, whatever. And then you see it, and it's just terrible. And that's this experience. Downsizing. And I saw the trailer again. It looked great. It looked like a great premise. There's overpopulation in the world. And one of the suggestions is to 
I, I shrink you down. I crush your head. I is to shrink people. And then they're this big and you can have, you know, civilizations and they only take up a little space and all that stuff. Now I looked at the trailer and said, this is kind of fun. This is, you know, this is light and it's going to be comedic. And is there, and then they went a different direction with it. And I was just like, this is actually ultra depressing. And, um, it was, it was terrible. And it made me kind of overthink the entire idea. It was a bummer. It was a bummer. And this is a bummer that lasted from 2.44 to 4.59 a.m. So it was a sad time in Wellman. So this is a thumbs down. But two down, 10 to go. The next film, Sunrise, was going to happen during this film. And uh, Sunrise that day was at 6.32. Uh, I was I was anticipating the the end of the most difficult part of the day. I figured once the sun came up, I would be in a normal <laughs> normal frame of mind. And I also came up with an idea to watch the films in different parts of my house. So I had uh, uh, screens set up in three different places. And I got up, you know, you sit in different chairs. And I'm also, you know, walking around every once in a while during the credits. Um, I did sneak out and, and walked around the neighborhood during uh, the credits of a couple of movies especially the the comic book movie later that the credits sometimes are like 10, 15 minutes. Um, so the, the third film, after the disappointment of downsizing, I decided that Sunrise was going to happen uh, while I watched an Agatha Christie film or a film based on Agatha Christie's writing. I love Agatha Christie, a wonderful writer. Uh, her films made into her novels, made into many, many good films. Uh, look up 10 Little Indians, read it, watch it, uh, if you like good mysteries. Very pumped up for this. Really good cast. Uh, Kenneth Branagh did a good job, I thought. Um, and great story. And the fun the, the, the fun was starting. Fun movie. Sun's coming up. Things are looking good. Three down, nine to go. It's 6.53 in the morning. And at 6.53 in the morning, I made myself an English muffin with cheese. And I did have a mimosa as a reward for making it through the first three films. Time for, uh, I, I put in two animated movies and the first one happens right now. And it's Ferdinand. Ferdinand was perfect, perfectly placed in the lineup right after the mystery. It's daytime. It's a fun story. It's an uplifting story. Um, and it is next. So that was perfect placement. Ferdinand was really good. Four down, eight to go. Next, as I said, it. And I am a huge Stephen King fan. Uh, I can say the same thing that I said about Agatha Christie. Great writer. Their works made into many really good films. With Stephen King, not so many. Uh, well, there's over 50. I know that I've seen 23 of them, maybe more. Uh, so if Stephen King writes something, I'll watch, I'll watch the movie pretty much. I like to read his stories and I love to see how other people visualize his words, as I know I do in my head while I'm reading it. So I was psyched to watch it. And I was so glad that I didn't watch this in the morning or at night, I'm glad that, I mean, sorry, morning where it was dark um, or at night when it was dark. I'm glad that this happened during the day. This was a good one. And 
again, watching it during the day, I didn't have to visualize Pennywise uh, in my in my corner, in my back, behind my back. Here comes Pennywise. All right. Anyway, five down, seven to go. Next up, I Tanya and I Tanya uh, about Tanya Harding and her involvement in the Nancy Kerrigan thing. I remember this story very well because at the time I was living in Stoneham, Massachusetts, where Nancy Kerrigan was from, and that whole thing happened. And you know, she was Gilhulied uh, the the club that that was a crazy story. If you if if you don't if you're not old enough to remember that, that was a weird weird kind of thing. And in the world of figure skating, you can you know Google it, read up on it on your own. I'm going to tell you about the movie. Margot Robbie did a really good job playing uh, Tanya Harding. But the person that stole this, the whole show to me was Allison Janney. Absolutely amazing as Tonya's mother. Um, this was an excellent uh, mid-morning, midday movie. Well done all around. This was good. This had me going. So here we go. Six down, six to go. And that brings us to like almost one o'clock. 12.56 in the afternoon. So I was feeling good. Not tired. Again, walking around the house, kind of keeping the blood flowing and things like this. All systems go. And then not only did I watch the worst film of the day by far, I watched the worst film of that month and probably the worst film that I watched in all of 2018. And that was The Disaster Artist. And disaster is the perfect word to be in that title. It was horrendous. It had me uh, questioning the project. I wanted to shut it down. I was so angry at this film. It was that bad. It had me questioning being a movie fan. Anyway, next, Little Odic, Save the Day. Um, If you're a regular reader of the blog or you listen to the podcast or watch the YouTube episode about uh, about Around the World with Cinema Wellman, you heard all about Little Odic. Little Odic is about uh, an um, anthropomorphous uh, piece of wood that is raised as a child by a childless couple, and the uh, log grows up and it um, it eats people. So that's all good. Two branches up, way up for Little Odic. If you want to know more about Little Odic, go back to that blog or listen to that podcast or watch that YouTube episode. Uh, I talked all about you, uh, Little Odic, for a while. Uh, all right, so here we go. Eight down, four to go. Now, Little Odic was important as well because it made it to the point in the day where for the first time, I knew I had it made. And this is at around 3.15, 3.30 in the afternoon because that's the time when I usually would get home from school. And many times after work in a day, I'd come home and I'd stay up till midnight. So that's all I had to do at this point was make it until midnight and do while doing something that I love doing anyway. So this was really good. Uh, uh, It was a uh, little Odic was an important part of the day. Now, I should have known better than to put a comic book movie in here because they're really not my cup of tea. But I and I do watch them, but they kind of tend to all seem like they're the same to me. I watched I watched Justice League. And it was the uh, it was the regular Justice League, not the I don't know. I think they recut one, and it was uh, sixteen hours long or whatever. Anyway, this went from four forty six to six forty six. So what made Justice League even better was 
pizza and a salad from my favorite pizza shop here where I live, and that's Zesty's. And Zesty's does a good job. Zesty's should be a sponsor. Um, so Zesty's helped, and the food was good, and here we go. And I really only have three more movies to watch. And what I did was, here comes the second animated film of the day, and it was Coco. Delightful. And again, perfectly placed. I think Larry and I did, did an amazing job ordering these films in a correct uh, lineup that they kind of supported one another or here, you need a break from that and we're going to give you this. Coco was great, uh, fun, uplifting, good movie, nice message. The Day of the Dead, really great and a perfect lead in. And with, with Coco, 10 down, two to go, perfect lead in Day of the Dead. One of the Dead. So, like little Odic, One of the Dead was just mentioned and highlighted in the segment that I just told you about with little Odic. Um, so, more about that, you can go to that. And anyway, this was perfect. It was a Cuban zombie movie, and uh, following Coco, it was really an interesting double header in the in the small sense. There, uh, it's funny, it's bloody, it's bloody funny, uh, and eleven down, one to go. Uh, almost did it, almost made it, uh, cruising here, and I must admit that I got cocky, and it could have cost me, but it didn't. I only had one film to go, and so at 10.05, and only Atomic Blonde to go with Charlize Theron, and that would take me to midnight exactly, and my cockiness was that I got into bed and watched that last one. After staying up for 22 hours, knowing that if I fell asleep and missed the end or the middle or all of Atomic Blonde, this would not count. It's like saying you're going to eat nine bratwursts in a nine-inning game and you only eat eight and three-quarter bratwursts it, it it doesn't count. So I was hoping that I was going to stay awake, but I didn't, I wasn't hoping. I was confident. I was cocky. Took a snack to bed and watched Atomic Blonde. And I made it. I made it through. And, I, and it was, again, great placement because it was last. And that movie, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's noisy. It is noisy as anything. So at least I knew it was going to keep me awake. And that's it. I did it. I 12 up. 12 down, all set. The uh, the 24 hours of Wellman was complete. The entire uh, lineup with the titles, with the times, with the uh, time of day, that's all on the uh, on the blog post. Um, all of those films were from 2017, with the exception of Little Odic, which was from 2000, and One of the Dead, which uh, which was made in 2011. Um, this is one of my top 10 movie moments and memories. Uh, I recently thought about doing it again, but it was kind of like I already checked that box so I can go on to other boxes. If you heard this and were watched this and you're like, I would do that. I'd like to do that. Um, I will help you if you want. If you want any help, I can help you schedule it. I can help you come up with the right lineup and give you some strategies and things like that. Uh, shoot me an email, cinemawellman at gmail.com. 
Uh, that's about it for today. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Cinema Wellman. Uh, listen on Spotify. Watch on YouTube. All you need to do is search for Cinema Wellman. And that's it for today. Talk soon. Take care.